As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren, weather in any season to see the Eagles eat teams like Scrammy's Top with Cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheila, and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguin till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheila, and Zach coming at you with sets things flapping their wings on it's Tuesday meeting after they win by 36 why did we say it he was inactive I don't give a little throwback I don't know if I remember hearing that one uh hello everybody that's a new one. It's a new one. That's a new one. I didn't, I didn't even know that we were working on new ones, Marissa. So it's a new one that I've had in my email. And Mark, uh, I totally uh, forgot that I had it. And I was looking at my email to spice things up today. And I did see that our good friend, um, Alan Robinson, I believe, was activated. Um, and that was what that clip was from. So I figured it was – I couldn't wait for the Giants game for that. So Wait, what was it from? It was from – I have no idea what it's from. It, <laughs> it's okay. it was, a listener a yeah. sicko tell us it was it was alan robinson on the giants was he drafted or aaron robinson aaron robinson oh, oh, it, oh that's right. aaron robinson okay yes. tom donahoe okay yes and he was um i was gonna save it for that but um <laughs> yes he was uh i just googled his name and he was just uh activated uh off uh ir so i figured perfect timing he spoke today for the first time since april of course, of course, Zach knows that. <laughs> wow, go get him! I spoke publicly well, for the first time. Oh, well, you're I imagine muted. he spoke it. Yeah, uh, we we missed your great joke, Bo. Bo, you're still muted. I can't hear you, Bo. All right, we're off uh, to a th- boring start. <laughs> thank you. Uh, we got Portugal checking in. We got Germany oh, checking great. in. We can't hear Bo so far. This pod is. Oh, awesome. you still can't hear me? Oh, no, now I hear we you. can. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I thought you were saying that is great that Bo is muted, which is also true. Yeah, I was ready to take over. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on a <laughs> Thursday afternoon. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, Marissa Morris here to uh, preview Sunday's game against the Raiders. We'll do a little crow that enemy. We'll kick things off with the the news of the day in the week with uh, Bird on the Street, and then we will get to super sore casting before our crystal ball Eagles. 
a reminder if you are in the live chat to give us your super sourcasting submissions and uh away we go jacksonville Jack. seattle ireland i like this we we had the roll call is back baby how about jacksonville how about catching a stray to today oh yeah we'll get to that how Jason about kelsey to throwing jackson under the bus go ahead zach Ayushir, I hope I'm, I'm pronouncing the name correctly, said would have been amazing if no one told him for like an hour. So if Bo just did the whole podcast and he was muted, could you imagine let's, that? Yeah, let's do that <laughs> next time. We'll have to remind ourselves. Oh, right, Montreal. 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 Like All right. J'adore okay. les yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right. All right, let's go. Bo, you're going to move us along or what? I guess. I mean, it feels like you guys can do the show without me. Yeah, I mean, we could, but if you want us to do that, you have to tell us to do that. All right. Uh, Sheila, how are you? We're like 10 minutes past that. Let's go. <laughs> the show's only been going for three minutes and 40 seconds. Okay. Uh, let's turn it over to our Stone Cold Newsman, Z-Berm, with uh, Eagles updates for the week. Dallas Goddard was activated off the COVID-19 <laughs> reserve list. Goddard returned to practice on Thursday. However, he was not listed as a participant in practice during the portion available to reporters to watch. Goddard was on the side. I imagine this was a ramp-up period, but the important news for the Eagles is that he is back, that he is uh, he's allowed to play this weekend, and my guess is he will play this weekend. We'll, of course, see Friday's practice. Um, Lane Johnson, uh, he was a full participant in practice. He was limited yesterday, Wednesday. Uh, my guess is you will see him there at right tackle this weekend in Las Vegas. And uh, further, Anthony Harris, who had both hands injured, missed practice on Wednesday because of hands injury, not a hand injury, but both hands seem to be in working condition. We should call it Mr. Hands from now on. He was back on the practice field. Well, do you think this is going to sap his – I mean, if if all it takes is one thumb to completely rob Ryan Kerrigan of any ability to play whatsoever, I can only imagine what both hands is going to do to Anthony Harris. Uh, well, I mean – Theoretically, it would be ten times as worse. There's like a cause – there's a, a, a correlation causation argument there that I wouldn't necessarily go down, but so be it. Okay. Uh, so you think you think Lane Johnson plays and starts at right tackle and Jordan Mailata plays left tackle? I do. Is that what you think too? I think so too. And Dillard goes to the bench. Um, I, I, I mean, again, it's hard to like speculate about the Lane Johnson stuff without knowing more, but I feel like, I feel like once he's at practice, he's going to play. And especially as a full participant in practice, right? He was he was limited yesterday. They were getting him back in. To be a full participant, it means you're taking your full allotment of practice snaps. And the fact that he was doing so, I imagine, means they're preparing him to play. Okay. Uh, Sheila, you look distracted. Oh, I'm sending Marissa my super sorecasting. Oh, smart. Um, let's, the uh, time pot is good because she, uh, Sheila gets the natural light coming in on, you know, you can see the uh, Going right over uh, from here. that angle there. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, he has some stripe action going on. You guys have the collared shirts going on. Looks like you you were out at uh, out of practice, wanted to look presentable today. Is that what yeah. it was? Okay. Did you get any compliments on your attire? No. Should no, I start? Mi- should I start mixing in some? You know, being better dressed for some of these. Maybe a nice button down. I got this big whole side of my closet 
just button down so they don't see the light of day anymore. Maybe I should mix some of those in for these. Yeah, I have. Uh, okay, I have. Move on. I have suits. Well, I have suits in my closet back from 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 when I used to do television. And yeah, don't uh, I don't pull those out anymore. So yeah, I too. think you should wear a suit for every for every episode, Zach. Like I the think full that's suit. A good, a good new rule. <laughs> you don't this wear suits to, this uh, is the new television. to games anymore, Zach. You were always like a blazer jeans kind of guy. Yeah, that's what I do. Mm. That's what I do. He's got, that, uh, he's got that light, that light blue blazer uh, that he wears that I compliment him on every time. It's a good, it's some a nice very dark sharp jeans, blazer. right? I appreciate it. Some nice what? Some dark jeans and some brown shoes. Correct. We are way too yeah. down. I'd like by, to see you uh, go a full blue gear, blazer so. and wear a wear a mask and be Owen Hart underneath. Okay. <laughs> what else we got? We done? Yeah, I think that'll about that'll about do it. Uh, we've got a post game show coming up on Sunday, and uh, go Browns tonight. Basically, that's, no. That's so I, I did not mention it, but a big part of the news, and I imagine we will discuss this here, is Jason Kelsey had uh, what I would say is one of the more epic press conferences in wow. my time covering the team. It will in my ten years. It's one of the five most memorable press conferences. Whoa! Okay, now you got to rank them, big yeah, boy. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Well, I would need to. You could think about that. Let's get to the Kelsey discussion. You think about that. Take some notes, but we are coming back to you on that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I I I would I I wasn't ready to put it quite that far. Um, I feel like he's had some other ones, but we can talk about it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, he uh, he basically laid waste to the entire city of Jacksonville, uh, Ben Simmons, and sort of by proxy. A bunch of other guys who have played for the Eagles over the years. I don't know. Choose to uh, read into that what you will. But uh, we have we have some clips because Marissa is just dynamite. So let's uh, let's hear a little bit from Jason Kelsey. And just a little disclaimer: uh, Mr. Kelsey uses some uh, curse words in these clips. You have to realize that this is a blip in time, and that over the course of my career, I write the narrative. I'm the one who decides what this is. So, you know, so, you know, I think that that's how you control everything. You, you really think about it like, you know, if I just do this better, if I go out there and ball, if I go out there and play really good, nobody's going to have any choice but to love me or appreciate me as a player. So that's what I tell guys, you know, you write your own narrative, you know, what's going on. I don't want to crush any other play. What's going on with the 76ers, Ben Simmons, stuff like that? All that is because of a lack of accountability, a lack of owning up to mistakes, and a lack of correcting things. If all that got corrected, if you're fixing free throws, if you're getting better as a player, none of this is happening. So you can, everybody can bitch and complain about, you know, how tough this city is to play in. Just play better, man. The city will love you. So. You've given that. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, yeah, obviously being a good player helps out. <laughs> you know, you win, a, you win a Super Bowl and have the game-winning touchdown, you're going to be pretty loved. Uh, you know, I, you know, this city really appreciates accountability, appreciates people being very honest, real, emotionally invested, caring. You know, I think um, there's a lot of people that say it's a hard place to play. I think it's pretty fucking easy to be honest with you you just go out there 
play hard. You want to be loved in the city as a baseball player, run to first base. They're going to fucking love you. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I mean, if you go up here and make a bunch of excuses, you come up here and try and lie to them and act like they don't know what they're talking about, which sometimes they don't, but that's when you, when you really, uh, when you act that way or when you, uh, you know, aren't accountable if you're making mistakes or you're not, uh, getting better or anything like that, you know, they're going to crush you. And, um, that's most of the guys that I see that everybody's going to get crushed at some point. Everybody's going to go through a downturn or be struggling. Right. And at all times, this is going to keep you accountable be doing your job and performing. But, um, you know, if you stick to it and you, and you fight through it and you get better and everything like that, they'll respect the hell out of you. Especially if you fight, even, even if you're struggling and you're fighting and you're really trying, they're still going to respect you. And, um, that's what I think most guys miss. You know, I think that, I really don't think this is a hard place to play at all, to be honest with you. I, I think a hard place to play is, I don't want to, you know, I think it'd be miserable to play in a place like Jacksonville where nobody cares. So. <laughs> uh, that's that's it's so good. It just oh totally crushes him. Uh, first of all, uh, apologies. I meant to. Uh, I meant Jeez. to have a, a, a uh, disclaimer before. Uh, this is a PG thirteen show. So uh, apologies for the f bombs. Maybe we can in post add in a little something before that goes. Uh, yeah, some kids listen. Give yeah, her, I mean, you're Jason, giving Jason more Kelsey work. I'm sure she'll stepped up to that. that. Stepped up to that press conference, and uh, he only he only came there to do two things: chew gum and bury Ben Simmons. And he was almost out of gum. It looked like Barry Jacksonville. Don't forget Jacksonville. Wow. I saw it's your so tweets funny. and I wasn't watching, so I didn't know what exactly you know you were talking about. Uh, but now I do. So geez, it almost man. wasn't a stray. It actually almost wasn't a stray. It was just a direct hit. On yeah. No, yeah, he just, looked him in he the just, eye. He yeah. just carpet bombed him. Um, well, let's hear from Zeeberm. I mean, he yeah. is top five yeah. press conference. I want to hear his thoughts oh. first. Give it Perhaps. to us. Give us to us a Letterman style. Uh, like with a lot of pomp and circumstance, number five, number four, number three, number two, number one. <laughs> no, I'm not asking for I, I don't the list. Right. I'm I, just asking I, for I, his I, reaction on the Kelsey, what Kelsey yeah. said. I, I will disagree. come with the list for a future pod. Let me uh, put some, some thought into that. Post-game pod. I have it ready for the post-game Top pod. five. But because first off, this was topical, right? This is this is the biggest uh, story in, in, in Philadelphia right now is Ben Simmons. And he spoke about it from What? No, I'm not laughing. It's a good uh, comment. Uh, he Jake tells me to, to do no, Leno instead of uh, okay. after after you do Letterman, I'll do Leno. Okay. So when you're in you a guys, podcast, you guys, with somebody, you guys, Ben Simmons, thing? Yeah, you, you heard about this? Guys, you, you, you talk about a back injury. He's got his brain on his back. What's going on? What's you guys seen this? I gotta tell you something. When you're in a a a conversation with someone, which essentially this pod is, and then you just start laughing, one would think that you're laughing at the at the person who's speaking and not the comments on the side. So uh, <laughs> yeah, clarify that. Very reasonable. Uh, uh, no, it was, it was topical. It was well-reasoned. It was well-explained. It was a perspective that is unique to the person giving it, right? It's Jason Kelsey. He's, he's speaking as, 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 as an authority on this, I, I think it's fair to say. And I just thought he put it so well and, yeah, he he nailed it. He, he was interested in talking about it, and he was ready to put it out there. 
What did you make of the uh, somebody mentioned in the in the chat that that sort of long dramatic pause there in which it seemed like uh, you know he was getting emotional. He was talking about like you know you write you write the narrative of your own career. I, I mean, this is a hundred percent speculation, but it seemed to me like he was thinking about how this is the last chapter of his career. You see, I, I didn't have that interpretation. I know, I know you did, and, and that very well might be the case. Uh, I thought it was a pause to think. Now you said it was an emotional pause, so we'll we'll leave that open to debate. But I I thought as I listened back and I watched back, given the sequence, I think he was wondering if he was going to go to Ben Simmons, and he went there. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I didn't sense that as uh, emotion. I thought that was a take a pause and think about how I'm going to say and, and what I want to say here. Uh, he obviously went into that. You know, he was ready to to chat uh, right there. You know, sometimes you have some things you want to get off your chest or a question sparks something, and he's at the stage of his career where he can you know pretty much say uh, whatever he wants to say. It really shouldn't be that hard. We we've talked about it on this pod many a time whether we're doing the faux press conferences or whatever, uh, play hard, you know, be authentic. Uh, don't make excuses, be a good teammate. Like these are all sort of basic things. Now it is easier. I will say for Jason Kelsey to say, uh, now, uh, at this stage in his career, than maybe other guys, it's easy, you know, play better is not sure. Uh, like that's not always easy to just, uh, play Ooh. better. I'm not talking about Ben Simmons, but just in general, sometimes it's hard to play better. Like if you're a wide receiver, uh, for some of these Eagles teams and you feel like you're playing really well and your quarterback freaking sucks or your coach sucks or the offensive line is screwing up. Like it's, you know, there is so, like, like Jason Kelsey has a job to do on every snap and he's going to be graded and it will, uh, <laughs> yeah, that is true for those listeners. Shield, uh, uh, well, uh, a viewer says, Sheil, I didn't take that as emotion. Uh, and they were saying that's me after every social interaction ever. <laughs> no, I can gate, you know, yeah, it's not, it's never emotion for me, but I can, <laughs> I can sense when other people are expressing uh, emotion, but I do, uh, I do like that. So but, he went into, he went further into the Simmons thing in a different answer um, okay. and was talking about how, you know, the thing, the things that really get to people and like cause rifts or cause drama in his experience are when when people are being called out on things that are true um so like yeah. if you if you are if you're doing something correctly and like the town is uh, you know hating on you for whatever reason you you it's easy to brush it off your back because you know that they don't know what they're talking about but if if things are true and you haven't worked on your free throw shooting or or whatever else it is then that's when it that's when it tends to get um a little bit more uh, dicey and icy behind the scenes yeah so so here's his quote on that uh, quote, the stuff that hurts players or hurts guys the most is, is when it is true. Somebody gets up there and says a bunch of stuff that you, that you, that you don't believe yourself. You, you don't get up to upset about it. Usually the stuff that tears apart organizations, that tears apart players mentally is because it is true. And you can't wrestle with the fact that it's true or how to correct it. So you lash out and blame other people. And so the obvious thing here, right, is. Is he not so veiled? talking about Carson Wentz. Is that the obvious thing? I think that's an easy, easy leap to make. Uh, I, I don't think that, no, I don't, think I don't think he's doing that directly, thing. but I think it is clear to, I think it is, is easy to say that is probably one of the ways in which he views how that went down. Maybe lack of accountability. 
Maybe, but I, I don't think Jason Kelsey was viewing today as like a chance to make veiled criticism at Carson Wentz. I think no. this was, I That'd think would be awesome if he woke up <laughs> and he told his wife, uh, make sure you're tuned in to PhiladelphiaEagles.com at whatever time. Uh, you know, all those things I've told you privately about Carson, I'm just going to crush him. <laughs> I won't say his name, but I've got some good ways to do that. No, I think this, I think he had intentions of talking about being an athlete in Philadelphia and about, you know, in the wake of Zach Ertz leaving and amid everything going on with Ben Simmons, I think that was a message he wanted to put out there today. Uh, perhaps if we psychoanalyze, yeah, it could be about Carson Wentz, right? But I, I don't think that was on Jason Kelsey's mind, or though perhaps it, it was, and I wasn't thinking that deep. Uh, the other thing I, I would add, and I, I don't think he touched on this, but I do think you get a lot of uh, – leeway if you if the fans and the city and the media if you make it clear that you want to be here and yes. play you know like that to me is also a big part of it you know if you say like you know this where this city's great everybody say even if you're lying honestly like everybody supported me uh i haven't done my part like these things are very easy i don't know how guy if guys get coached or if they don't get coached or if they do and they don't want to hear it or if they're just it's doesn't even enter because it's like, I'll just be myself, but it, it has to also be something you care. Like some guys might just like, they don't, wouldn't really care. What do they care if the fans like them or not, not like them? I, I do think the performance thing is the big thing that he hit on. And exactly. I, I don't know if that's yes. specific to the NFL or not, but like the stuff you can get away with just if you uh, perform, uh, he's absolutely right about that. I mean, you can be a jerk. People will overlook all kinds of things, whether it's off the field, whether it's how you treat your teammates, where, you know, I don't think that's oh. what he was saying though. Okay. What was he saying? No, no, I think he was saying that you have to be good first to be beloved. Like I, right. if, 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 if I was playing for the Phillies, I would hustle to, to first base, but I probably wouldn't get a chance because I wouldn't get a hit. Right. So, well, you know, like my, Matt Ryan's on the mound. My, the, the, the first thing to be beloved. Right. That's city, obviously, that's, have the, to, that's is the, you have to be good and you have to win. Yeah. But then he brings up Papali and, and how he's revered. Sure. You know, he's, he, he was talking more about like the, the effort. Um, and stuff like why you're going to bury Papali. No, I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I think one is thing there another, I, is there a better example? I think of that? like I, I think we make too much about like like what Phil, what matters in Philadelphia as opposed to like anywhere else. It's just it's it's really what he's talking about with the, the Jacksonville thing. It's just the the degree of scrutiny and the like intensity of the fan base. Like it's not like yeah. uh being Johnny Tryhard is going to play better in Philadelphia than it does in St. Louis or whatever. It's just that everybody cares about the team uh, and the sports in this city. It's, I think that's really the, what the difference is. So there was this amazing anecdote on the JJ Reddick podcast with Matisse Thibel and Matisse Thibel was How going. How many podcasts believe, do you listen to? I listen to a lot. I don't listen to music. So when I'm driving, when I'm walking, I listen to podcasts for the post game um, pod. Uh, yeah. I would also want your top five podcasts, <laughs> okay. Epi like so podcast we, episodes of all time, or or no, his no, favorite no, ones he's listening to now. Okay. Yeah. So Matisse Thibel was it was his rookie year, and he was going. I I believe it was Chick Fil A before the flight. He the, it was his rookie duties. He had to get the chicken, and someone says to him in line, "Don't listen to what they're saying about you on the radio," and he didn't understand what they were talking about because. 
like he didn't understand what what sports talk radio was. And uh, now Shield lived in Seattle, so I I don't know how how popular sports talk radio is in Seattle. Shield was but, on the radio in Seattle, <laughs> but yeah, I would say every Wednesday the morning show on <laughs> seven ten ESPN PN Seattle was very popular. You know, uh, I would say, but uh, but. It was, it was, and and JJ Reddick said something similar. Like it's very much a northeast thing to have the type of um, intensity in sports talk radio. Which, which, uh, as much as like I take pride in the way we cover the team, I do think a lot of the perception of the team is is uh, is colored by sports talk radio, specifically ZB and the Wolf. <laughs> specifically ZB and the Wolf. Yes. Okay. Anything else you want to get off your chest on on Kelsey? Well, the so you said he was he was talking about um, it, it was about Carson Wentz, and I did I didn't think that, but but when Kelsey talks about this kind of stuff and about how to make it in Philly and how to deal with criticism, I often think that, and, and this is me psychoanalyzing that. Some of it is has to do with Danny Watkins, right? They came in the same draft. Yeah, class. he always talks about Danny Watkins. Yeah, Danny Watkins was the first round pick who like got the job and and like and flamed out here and and, and Kelsey made it. And I think a lot of it had to do with, in addition to talent, because Kelsey is very talented as we discussed, but has to do with like personality and and what and the work ethic and and the care, the attention to detail, things of that nature. So I I always in think age that curves. like. Yeah, but I often think Danny Watkins is is the player that he's talking about in, the, in, in those cases. But if Watkins didn't want to play football, like more power to him. CTC, like, who cares? Yeah, I mean, well, let's really let's, let's get he well, made a life decision. He didn't drag anybody along. He 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 tried it. He didn't like it. It wasn't for him, and he moved on with his life. Like, shouldn't the organization should be crushed for that? I mean, I'm not, I'm like sticking up for him. Like I love Danny Watkins and it was a great story, but I, I don't know. Like he didn't do anything to like, he didn't do anything to harm anybody. You know, well, he wasn't like a bad team. There were no accounts of him being yeah. like, a, you know, a, a bad teammate or, you know, a jerk to his coaches or anything. Like it wasn't for him. Sometimes you try something and it's not for you and you go and do something else. Well, so just well, some, some quick context though. Uh, and when you heard Kelsey say at the beginning of that answer, uh, that's a good question. It, oh. he, probably took the, he probably took the words out of Shields' mouth because it was Tim McManus who asked the question. Yes, and, a, and, and an unbelievable flex from Tim to tweet out a video starting with Jason Kelsey saying good question to him. <laughs> and, you know, his social media strategy has been yeah. very strong. You know, these videos he's taken, they're going viral. Uh, the earth. So, listen, he, he evolves with the time in these different mediums. So the way the question was phrased was about <laughs> the players who make it in Philly and like the players who don't. Right. So it was, it was phrased that way. And so that's why I brought up the Watkins thing. I think the, I think um, the, the, the way in which I would disagree with what you said, Sheila, which I mostly agree with is that like when you're on the field, you have a responsibility to your teammates to be trying. He tried. We don't know that. On the field, I don't. I mean, I don't remember. I mean, if he's not trying during the week to get to like understand the game plan, and then he's going to go out and get a quarterback crushed. Like, well, is he there's like a minimum threshold of of 
trying, you know, you show up, you do what's asked and then like, you know, you do extra or you don't do extra. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can like, you can try your best and realize it's not for you and move on. If you're going to go full Bartleby the Scrivener, then I think you deserve a little bit of a, a little bit of criticism. I mean, CTC, that's your boy. Zach, you, 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 you recently, you have a little CTC update. Yeah, so I have a friend who I won't name who it is in case the coworker listens to the podcast as well, right? Because that would be that would be good. But there's I've a I have a close friend of mine who who texted me that he has this, this this coworker who uh, who uh, makes you know a high salary and and doesn't work very hard. And my friend always kind of looked at him with like uh, bitterness, and then he heard Shield talking about CTC. And now he kind of has admiration. So, uh, so how Shield and Birds with Friends has affected his perspective. Well, I would say, you know, see, you should still, I believe in working hard and trying hard. You know, I think those are uh, good qualities to have. Uh, I try to do those things. You just, you know, you don't need to, like, you know, that guy doesn't need to apologize to his uh, employer. You know, like if that's there, that's on them. That's a, that's a them problem, not a right. you problem. You know, Ryan Kerrigan, that's not his problem. He, he, he looked in the mirror. He knew what he was coming to the season. Someone wants to pay him money. Uh, go ahead. You know, that, in the mirror and went, ow, my thumb. Yeah, yeah. that's not a, that's not his issue. So that's the, uh, now, and again, again, I think it's like a Jalen Rose uh, thing who came up with this. So I don't want to like patent this. Oh. Uh, I've tried to apply it to uh, other areas. Like I think Jalen Rose was actually talking about himself like later in his career when he's like, you know, self-awareness, I think is just like one of the most uh, underrated qualities really. Especially why I feel like once you uh, are in adulthood and uh, looking for a job or, or, you know, you're, you're coming across these situations. And so Jalen Rose re reached a point where he probably knew he didn't have it uh, or that he shouldn't be being paid a certain amount and someone was paying him a certain amount. And so, uh, CTC, go ahead. You know, you'll give your all out there. Your performance is probably not going to match the paycheck, but that's uh, not your problem. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right. Why don't we take a little break to hear from our sponsors? And on the other side, we will do a little crow thine enemy <laughs> on the Las Vegas Raiders. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. All right, back on Birds with Friends, previewing Let's Sunday's stop game. Spam in the chat if you're in there, all right? Uh, trolls or spamming or whatever. Let's just keep it going. Whatever this weird uh, cosplay thing that's going on between fake uh, Doug Peterson yeah. and fake Kelly Roseman. Yeah. Yeah. Let's settle down. Save, okay. it, save it for your own time. Uh, if let's you want to hear Doug Peterson's perspective, go to, to the Athletic NFL show. I haven't listened to that yet. Mm -hmm. Did you listen to it? I have listened Not to yet. it. 
Okay. Not yet. Not yet, Not yet. listening to every podcast. I can't believe Zach hasn't listened to this. Wow. All right, Bo. So what were what were the highlights? And then people can listen to the whole thing. What were like what were like two things that stood out? Uh, so they talked a lot about like the, the whole, the whole theme was about like self-scouting and, uh, and that process. Um, and I thought Doug was sort of speaking in generalities. I was hoping for some more specific insight. Um, but you know, it's the beginning of the press tour, not the end of the press tour. Okay. All right. Um, I'm sorry, Marissa. I, I <laughs> promise you it's one of those things where I want an extended, I, I want to listen to the whole thing in one sitting as opposed to. When the car starts, well, you, you, you had to get there. to uh, you had to get to Reddick and Thibel. Well, that was that was from a few weeks ago. The Thibel anecdote. Okay, um, it's it's totally fine, Zach. I would rather you. you I would rather you sit with Emily and watch like Real Housewives of Salt Lake or something. Succession. How about that? That's yeah. <laughs> I haven't I haven't watched the first episode yet. We're we're finishing the season two rewatch. So, okay, gotta gotta set the set the base. Uh, okay, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about this Las Vegas Raiders team. Shield. Uh, I was surprised to see only 22nd in in offensive DVOA, just because I, I feel like everybody's been talking about how good Derek Carr has been playing. Uh, 15th pass DVOA, 28th run DVOA. Um, do you think that John Gruden deserved to be fired? Uh, <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. Uh, I am more interested in your Vegas plans. And really anything mm. related uh, to this game. I mean, when are you going in? Are you finally going to stay at the same hotel? Or are you just going to go opposite sides of the strip? Nope. No, not staying at the same hotel no. in so, Vegas. I mean, what is this? <laughs> McManus and I would never even think about doing such hey, a thing. Well, Look at different if, times. If we had, look, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not calling out our travel policy the way you guys called out work. Right? <laughs> I am. I am an established company man. We have, we've, we know that. Uh, the travel policy is such that if you book at a different time, um, you can't like stay in, in the same hotel because you're locked into certain rates. You have to get rates within certain kinds. So if I book earlier and sometimes the rates go up, sometimes the rates go down. And the system also doesn't let you uh, cancel a hotel and rebook. You have to like, yeah, you have to get approval for the trip again. So there's a whole. So this is not stuff our yeah. listeners need to hear. But anyway, um, the the point is is that this year is a difficult travel year from uh, like staying. Zach will be Zach will be staying at a, a certain blackjack table. He's bringing a pillow, and that'll be where he goes. Good. I will be at the blackjack night. table this weekend. That's not. Uh-huh. I, I don't. Uh-huh. Think that's necessary. Oh, I'm big flex. I can't wait to hear about this. That's not a flex. That's. That's, that's fun. Yeah, showing yeah. up at Haggard on on Sunday. No, I, I will be ready for Sunday. I promise you that. And Bo? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton of plans. I don't really uh, expect to be spending too much time inside the casinos, just okay for COVID purposes. Uh, okay, might see a friend or two outside, have a meal. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm flying in relatively late on Saturday, so. Uh, Zach, do you think this will be as uh, hungover as Bo has shown up to a game this season or no? And if not, what game do you think that will be? Not that this he's not season. doing his job and doing it well, you know, yeah. he, but, you know, this season, this season, I would say um, that it's, yeah, probably so. Oh, actually, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. 
He hasn't been back. No, Bo's. I, I the answer is no. Bo doesn't show up. The game's hungover. Not hungover, no, but yeah, maybe just gotta grab him an extra bottle of water. No, so I think I think if anything, he he might be a little jet lag, right? Okay, so, mm, that's a good excuse to have in the back pocket. Yeah, so you might you know because the the timing for that. Well, it's actually you feel it more coming. What time back is the game on Sunday? Local it's four time. o'clock there, no. one o'clock. So it, it's four o'clock, o'clock here, one o'clock time. there. Okay. Yeah, he's ready. Time. Doesn't even know what time the game is. All right. Uh, any plan? Any plans with like a mistress or any anything in? Uh, yeah, big mistress plans this weekend. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, if, if you did, you wouldn't say game it on the five, right? top five. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right raiders yeah. offense uh you know they've been a little up and down i i would have to look at it on like a game by game basis i feel like they had one or two real clunkers there that probably uh brought that down you know we're only six games in so uh dvoa uh can be a i don't know is there size there's some saying DV go a, away a deceiving you know something i, I don't know deceiving very on average Okay. Uh, so it can be, you know, you can jump up like uh, 12 spots. There you go. Uh, Conan says top five city for mistresses. So you can do that in the uh, post-game pie. Uh, their offense has been uh, much more explosive than in the past. They have 34 plays of 20 plus yards. <laughs> <laughs> Jacksonville just got thrown under the bus for mistresses. Uh, they have 34 explosive plays that is tied for first in the NFL. I believe with the Baltimore Ravens. So they've really been pushing the ball downfield quite a bit. They are, have been more pass heavy than in uh, years past. Derek Carr, I feel like is a very, I don't know if even high variance is the word. It's, uh, you know, I think what you look, I think what you want to say is a uh, creepy looking. No, I wouldn't say no, that. No, no. You, you're the one who comments on all quarterback on these players' looks, their faces. I mean, it's really a strange. I don't know why you do that. It's very weird, but uh, like it's one shape face is one thing, but you know, so real quick aside, what everybody's I, thinking. I, like a I don't shot at that. him. I don't mean to interject, but we have these 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 weekly calls with our editor. And before the week two game against San Francisco, we were talking about like potential storylines with our editor. And Bo just says, and I don't even know where this is going. Yeah, Bo says, and Zach and Zach really likes the handsome defensive coordinator on the 49ers. <laughs> right. And that's he said it as if like our our uh, our editor has any idea what this joke is. So why do you do that? So there's this handsome defensive coordinator is Zach really loves. And uh, like, you know, he's very handsome. So you try to, you try to like explain it, but it's one of those things that you might as well just move on to the next subject because my boss was probably was just so confused about what was going on in this game. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bo, Bo always just assumes that everybody knows everything he's talking about or, we, we, we've been over that before. I mean, really, who cares? Do we, yeah, I mean, any, we, anybody, anybody who's anybody should. Uh, I think Derek Carr, if you catch him on a, during a good game, you're saying, wow, why does this guy take so much heat? Look at him. He's carving them up. I mean, he had a game like that last week where he's throwing dimes downfield uh, all over the place against the Denver Broncos. And then he has other games where he just sort of crumbles if you can get to him and you think he's like one of the you know five or ten worst quarterbacks in the NFL. So I would say – 
your opinion of Derek Carr, you know, it, it should probably be shaped by more than uh, more than one game. You could certainly come away from this game, depending on how the Eagles defense plays with one or two, one of two of those opinions. Would you say that so he's Joe- having a career year? Uh, Henry Ruggs has 445 yards, averaging 23 <laughs> yards per reception. Derek I was Waller, hoping to just, just yeah. get a quick thing on Carr yeah. to, in support of what Shield just said. Uh, Daniel Popper, our Chargers writer, had had this quote from, from Joey Bosa after mm, the game. He ripped him. There again. Yeah, we knew once we hit him a few times, he really gets shook. And you saw on, on Covington's sack, he was pretty much curling into a ball before we even got back there. Great dude, great player. But we know once you get pressure on him, he kind of shuts down. I love that. Great, great dude, worst great player. player. But I just crushed him. Okay. Well, well, no, this is the this is the real question uh, that I would have for you about on on Carr is if the Eagles are going to play this passive defense and hope that the other team makes a mistake, is that a reasonable way to play against Derek Carr? Uh, I would say in years past that would really play into his strengths. I mean, he lo- they loved a good nine play drive where they're running the ball. He's very accurate. They can be very efficient. So uh, generally speaking, no, I I don't think you know I would think that you would want to really prioritize pressure on Derek Carr uh, above all all else. Now this year they've really feasted downfield. So maybe it's a little bit different. I don't know, but I think in general that is not how you would want to play against this Raiders offense. Okay. O line is okay. O line is not great. Probably a little bit below average. So you know that that would uh, potentially be a matchup that the Eagles def- that the Eagles defense could win up front. All right. Raiders defense is uh, dead smack in the middle. Fifteenth in DVOA. Seventeenth against the pass. Tenth against the run. Yeah, they you know in some ways they have some similarities to the Eagles defense. Uh, you know they don't believe that a wise man avoids uh, all extremes. They believe that <laughs> I guess that a wise man embraces all extremes because uh, they just play you know such a high percent percentage of zone coverage by far the most snaps of cover three, the old Seattle cover three in the entire NFL. The I've always, yeah, right. I've always thought Gus Bradley will really coach you. Uh, exactly to where your talent level is. So if you have players, it can look all right. If you don't have players, it's going to look terrible. And his uh, history would sort of suggest that they don't blitz. They have the lowest blitz rate in the entire NFL, but they have done a good job with their defensive line. Max Crosby has five sacks. Yannick Ngakwe, uh, the old Solomon Thomas has made some plays this year. Quentin Jefferson, who I covered with the Seahawks, Carl Nassib, and of course, Bo's boy, Darius Phylon, the pylon. Uh, so they, they rotate those guys in and out. So that's their defense. Okay. Yeah. Anything else we need to know about the Raiders? Anybody fun to watch? you like, uh, I don't know. Darren, Darren Waller's pretty fun. I think. Yeah. yeah so he, goes, Ruggs. he goes through spurts where he it just feels like the defense has no answer. Yeah. Ruggs has played well this year. Did not have a great rookie year uh, by any stretch, but uh, he has looked, he has, he has made a lot of flash plays this year. And Max Crosby is a fun player to watch. Yeah. I would agree with that. Double X level double X. Okay. All right. Uh, well, let's uh, take our, our last break and then get into super forecasting as we continue to preview Eagles Raiders. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. 
Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, back on Birds with Friends as we prepare for super shortcasting. And I uh, add up here how many turkeys everybody has left, thanks to Dennis. Uh, Shield has 3.3 wins. I have 1.83 wins. And Zach has 0.83. I will have 29 turkeys today. Zach will have 37. She will have 41. For those of you who are joining us for the first time on Super Storecasting, good luck. Good luck. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Hopefully, uh, this will <laughs> this will be the last one. There will be uh, there will be 12 things that are in, introduced into the open bidding process. And if they, if whoever are wins, are you the really thing, explaining this right now? <laughs> this is what you're choosing to explain. <laughs> well, here's the thing. If you might think that that like uh, the Raiders are uh, wiping their hands clean of John Gruden and everybody everybody's good on that coaching staff, let's not forget they've still got Tom Cable coaching the offensive line. Okay, that's true. All right, are we getting to it? Go ahead, go ahead Marissa. <laughs> okay, what do I have thirty-one. You've got forty-one, Sheila. You forty-one. Yeah, wow. you only spent. Uh, you, you kept seventeen turkeys last week. A direct reflection of the game boring me. Okay, let's go. All right. They, they were they were not the best submissions last week, I would say. Okay. Oh, one of your children is wanting to get that's, in on super sarcastic. That's my daughter. Yeah. I, I apologize. <laughs> Let's she bring her in. Who can blame her? Yeah. <laughs> Big Nick fan. Saban would enjoy. She's if like, she Dad, comes on the show, if she comes on the show, you get 10 extra turkeys, Zach. Really? Oh, deal. Yeah. Yeah. During, yes. But it has to be during super sarcastic. Um. <laughs> <laughs> It's just All right. I'm behind a closed door, so. Okay, I'm just throwing it out I, there. It's, do with the information what you will. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get on. He's going to say the turkeys anyway. Yeah. Okay, first one. Jalen Hurts leads the Eagles and carries. Two. Leads the Eagles and carries. Uh, three. Do I hear Zach, four? Zach, are you with us? I am. I, I am. He's just thinking how she can get her in there without getting up and without me getting up. Exactly. He's slide a little candy bar under the door. Uh, four. Do I hear five? No. Five. Oh. Oh, oh big money, big money. Going to Vegas. I roller. <laughs> Right exactly. here. You have a specific casino you want to play blackjack at. Well, uh, I'm not staying at, at well, I'm no, no, I, I don't blackjack, no. blackjack wherever you go, but okay. I'm, I'm, I'm staying somewhere else for uh, budget purposes for the company here, but uh, it'll be a nice place. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. The, right. the win? Where are we at? <laughs> We're at five. <laughs> um, I'll go six. You can have it. Wow. Okay. All right. Sold to Bo for six. Okay. Dallas Goddard has either over 100 yards receiving or scores at least two touchdowns. Two. Three. Four, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Do I hear five? Five. Out. Going once, going twice, (laughs) 
Sold to Bo for five. All right. Number three. Ryan Kerrigan has a sack. Mm. <laughs> One. One. Oh. We got that off. That, that was, was a tie. <laughs> I don't know. It felt like me to me. <laughs> no, I actually thought from I thought you guys said it at the exact same time. All right, who's going to? <laughs> you know what? You can have it, though. You can have it. For what? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we hold on. Maybe I'll. Uh... <laughs> we well, no, can have one then. Yeah. No. Wow. Go ahead. All right. That was cheap. All right. Ben Simmons is traded before the game is over. And I think we should clarify that this is the Eagles Raiders game. Hmm. In the submission, because. I think Zach, you should use this opportunity with the open floor to uh, to give us why you think it is that that Ben Simmons is always right and is <laughs> the best player okay. in the NBA. So, so Bo did tweet this out the other day, and I think people misinterpreted that to think that I am a uh, that I'm defending what Ben Simmons is doing, and that is not the case. First off, I, as you guys know, I, I should say, as as the three of you know, I value. Um, Treating people the right way, which according to Shams' story, he does not do. I can't imagine passing a security guard who says hello when you don't respond. And then, and yet you, you know, stand for Chip Kelly, working hard and giving, you know, uh, working hard and, and earning everything you you get. And obviously, if he's refusing to work, that's not the case. That said, I I think what is happening here is 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 at times misconstrued. Like this is intentional. This is his. It, what he's doing here is not out of petulance. It's a strategy. It's what James, it's essentially what James Harden did. And I think it's, it's like, you know, I, I think Ben Simmons knows exactly what he's doing. And I've long thought in the, and this transcends the NBA. This is other sports as, as well. Holding out is overrated um, because holding out it's, it's, it's the type of thing where you're, you're not there. Sometimes it's, it's out of sight, out of mind. It's like it's like putting something on your on your credit card and then like thinking that it doesn't exist until you have to pay the bill, right? You know, at, at holding but, in is where it's at. Yeah, but if you go, if if you really want to make a point, show up, make life miserable for everyone around you, Jeez, and then wow. and, and, and then you can try. And then you can. What do you think I've been trying to do for five years? <laughs> and then you could try to force their hand. So that's essentially what once once he wasn't getting paid while holding out, he he came and he, and he and he's doing this. So my point is is this is this is strategy, and I think sometimes that has has been like misrepresented. Here. I like think he that I, what he's doing. I totally agree strategy. with that. I okay. I just wanted you to talk about how you think he's a great player. But. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I I do think he's a great player. Like I think he's I think he's a really talented player who it it can sometimes it there are clearly deficiencies in his game, but I do think he's, he's going to go somewhere and he, and he, and he's, he's going to do well because uh, if he goes to the right place where the offense functions differently, he can do so much well in the basketball court. Yeah. I think if he's, I mean, I think he's like, he, he's a, as good a player as Robert Covington, I would say. He's better than Robert Covington. Yeah. If you're audio only, I would suggest this segment going going to the comments. I I mean, I thought you know, CTC, yeah. What are you saying? I a... CTC looks very tame compared to what you know Zach is suggesting here. Just going in. I mean, there are different ways to go about it. You know, you could 
just, you know, you could have your representation meet with the uh, Sixers brass and say, listen, we, we, we want out of here. We know you guys probably want him out of there. We're going to be professional. We'll play a little bit, but let's, you know, let's work hard oh, on, on getting a trade to get him out of here. I think he hasn't gotten, you know, great advice. This doesn't seem to be working out uh, great for him. Certainly the organization is taking a bit of a stand. And uh, I mean, there are, well, it doesn't uh, matter to him what, like what the trade. There are degrees is, to this though. I mean, when you say like, uh, you know, it's, it's strategic and stuff. I don't know. Being a jerk to like a security. I mean, you're not comfortable. You don't know what you're doing. If that's like the level to which well, that part, I don't like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so that part I don't um, like. and, and yeah. that's why I, I, I want to make sure anyone who listens to this here's, I don't like what he's doing. I disagree with it, with, with what he's doing. I would never do this. I, I'm, I'll never be a, a professional athlete, but I can't imagine doing this. Right. I just, I just think that, uh, the coverage needs to account for, for the, the, the methodology here, if you will. Well, the methodology has been so flawed. I think that's why he's, you know, okay. like, like, I don't know. James well, Harden seemed to like, at first. He didn't show up. Right. Yeah. Like a Butler yeah. and a Harden. They seem to know for like uh, those. <laughs> yeah, they more, right, it better. Here's what we're, yeah, here's what we're going to do. Here's why we're yeah. able to pull this off. And, you know, it's again, you can disagree with the way they go about doing it. But um, I think looking back, especially, it's easier to see that. I think this one, you know, you can certainly qualify as different. Maybe you're right. Maybe he'll get uh, he'll he'll get traded and it'll all work out. But it certainly hasn't seemed to work. You have to be a certain level of player, too. It goes back to the performance thing. I mean, if he were in that category of player MVP candidate level, then teams, you know, it wouldn't even get to the because somebody probably would have already traded for him for sure. So you have to, again, self-awareness is important. All right. That's a butler and a Harden, of course, the name of your uh, erotic clue novel. Uh, okay. Who's Benson starting the bidding? Is traded Probably, before yeah. the Now this, of course, doesn't have to <laughs> be finalized. Sounds like your night out with your mistress. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's continue. Uh, it just news has to break. Oh, news traded. No. It hasn't happened now. Is it going to happen in the next, uh, what, 48 to 72 hours? I mean, I'll, I'll say one. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm going okay. Z-Berm strategy. I'm out. Sold to Bo? Wow. Remember last week he got the cheap one and, and ended up yeah, uh, yeah. coming in clutch. Yeah, that, was a, that was an outlier. All right. We got a good one here. Zach ends his trip, his Vegas trip, with more money in his oh, pocket oh, than what he came with. Well, and he has to be honest. Okay. That's just that's just gambling, right? That like yes. we're not talking about he went out for a nice he, dinner. Yeah. I'm I'm betting on Z Bay. I'm betting on Z Bay. I feel like you have to cover your expenses. No, well, I guess no, this no, is does this is paying for my expenses. Okay, this you is just, does he just get up off. from the table? His last positive or table. even or even. Hmm. Well, this is more money. Okay, more money. Yeah, more. Has to I, be I more. have to be above my buy-in. Yeah. That's okay. It. Yeah. yeah, I'm in. Uh, uh, four. Uh, four. Five. <laughs> what I like about this Confident. is that if some, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that Shield wins it because then it incentivizes Zach to lose money. <laughs> right, but yeah. Zach will not do that. No. So. no I, I I have a rule when I go. I I I don't reach back in. Right. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. And you got to uh, put no. the green chips in your pocket. And what do you and what do you put in the mortgage? <laughs> no. 
definitely not. I have that definitely rule not. too, but uh, once yeah. you're, you know, a few drinks yeah, I mean, in, all bets are off. Every rule is meant to be broken. I'm very good at I'm very good at self restraint. Zach is a disciplined drinker, which you know I admire about him. He's like, when you go in, you're saying what two drinks. Depends on the night, but yeah. Oh, okay. it's a wise strategy. Depends on the, depends on the mistress. Uh, all right, so where are we at? We're at five. Okay. Uh, I'll go six. I believe in ZB. Seven. Wow. Eight. Eight. Nine. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it really should be like a 50-50 proposition yeah. here, right, Blackjack? Ten. Uh, ten. Do I hear 11? I got 41 to spend here. 11. 12. <laughs> I had a budget here, so I can't reach back in. <laughs> okay. I'll, 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 no, I'll sit it out. And Bo can have it for 12, unless Zach wants it. Zach? Going I'm going to be one? over your shoulder, Zach. If you're $1 up, I'm pulling you away from the table. <laughs> no, I, I will go 12, because if no, you're going to gamble, you gamble on your You have to go 13. Oh, 13. Yeah, I'll go 13. So I hear 14. I think it's more fun if Bo wins this, actually. Going once. Going twice. 14. (laughs) (laughs) Zach? I mean, I really screwed myself over a few weeks ago when I just was reckless in my bidding. So I'm not going to be reckless here. Uh, I appreciate the confidence, and I hope Bo wins this, but I am not going to do any more territory. All right. And to, answer, and to answer a question in, in the uh, chat, yeah, you double on every 11. Let's, uh, let's I, I don't know anything about, about blackjack. Uh, roulette is my game because you just put it on the number. Oh, what's your number? What's your 14, number? 14. 14. That's my birthday. Oh, nice. When we went to the Bahamas this summer, that was my favorite game to play. Wasn't right. as successful as I, uh, as hopefully Zach will be this. This weekend, but it's very fun. I bet fourteen for you this weekend. If it, if okay, it, you it. yeah, throw a five yeah. down. What's that? Five yeah. to win one eighty. Right? That's what Something I like won. That? That's what I won. Yeah. Won this four. Fourteen turkeys. It's all coming together. Yeah. All oh, right, perfect. Yeah. Okay, Devontae Smith has more receiving yards than Henry Ruggs. Two. Four. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, five. Six. Seven. Eight. <laughs> Nine. I only have two turkeys left, by the way. What? Wow. <laughs> I got to read this comment in the chat. Sorry, kids. Dad lost her house, but good news. He won super sarcastic. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm at nine. For Santa's Anderson. not coming this year, guys. Or I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no Hanukkah presents. No, yeah. yeah Hanukkah is yeah. not coming this year, yeah. but. <laughs> but I beat Bo in the game. <laughs> what number is it right now? I'm at, I did nine, nine, so you would have to go nine. ten. You can have. It. All right, all right. Sold to Shield for nine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Ooh, I have actually gone ten. My bad. Okay. All right. Short and sweet one. A punt is muffed. Two. Yeah. What's the definition of a punt being? Has to has to hit the ground. Has right, to so hit the guy the, tries to field tries the punt. to catch it and then hits the ground. Okay. He can pick it right back up. But okay. It's a strange one. <laughs> <laughs> I want I have no interest in this. I think Bo went one. I don't know. Zach went one. I went oh, two. Oh, oh two? 
Yeah, I have no interest. I'm saying, Zach, but I could get uh, it. Hold on, but I could get it for three because Bo only has two left. Right. A lot to work with. All right, I'll go three. I'll go three. I mean, it would be irresponsible for you not. Yeah, Because yeah. Bo's got a lot so far, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. You're letting him have it at three, Zach. Yes. Okay. The Raiders blitz any play with five plus rushers on more snaps, not a higher percentage of snaps oh. than the Eagles. Two, three, four, five, six. Um, the look of pain. I I need to get a ball in the game here. So seven, eight. You don't want to tell a guy that when you're starting mm. a bidding war. <laughs> I sh- I should I should have been on. Can I trade you this for Devontae Smith over? No. Ooh, we've never had a swooper trade. Never no. get involved in a land war in Asia. <laughs> All right, so what? I'm at eight. Uh, yeah. How many more are left after this? Four. Uh, after this, four are left. Okay. All right. Well, then you can have it for eight. Okay. All right. You got it for eight? Yeah. Wait, okay. so Zach has none so far? Correct. Yeah. Well, there's four <laughs> left there, so. Okay. All right. Dallas Goddard sets a season high in receiving yards. Four. Two. Do we know what his season high is? It's okay if you don't. Okay. You don't have to look it up. Yeah. I should. I should have to do that if I want to know. Uh, five. Who was the one that submitted this? Yes. List? I did. Sheila, you submitted it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I thought was doing it was it. you. Listen, I was doing it during the show. I, didn't, I wasn't thinking it through. Uh, his season high is sixty-six yards. Oh boy, this is a good one. I'll go. Yeah, I, I said five. How high are we going I, I, for this? I, I said six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. 11. 12. Hmm. 13. Seriously? <laughs> um, how many turkeys does she Zach, have? You might have to go get Sloan outside. <laughs> 14. You get 14. 10 more turkeys if you go get her. <laughs> 15. Do I hear 16? <laughs> Going once. 16. Ooh, baby. <laughs> How many turkeys does Zach have left? 37. <laughs> what? Well, no, I'm going into this one. So if I get oh it at 16, God. I would have 21. <laughs> oh, yeah. Still. Oh, boy, this is a good one. I mean, I feel good about this. You usually need, what, two, one or two to actually win this thing, right? Correct. 66 yards. You want 17, Sheil. 17. Wow. This was I had a fantasy baseball auction last night. <laughs> I, I totally overpaid for Kevin Porter Jr. because I, I wanted mm. him and I had more money left than I than I originally budgeted. Surprise, surprise. Uh and so I Yeah, you uh, gotta spend it on somebody. Exactly. So that's kind of how I feel about this, but I'm not going 18. So you can okay. have wow. and now I'm in. So how wow. many turkeys does the Shield have left here? Four. All right. So, now so if you want, why don't you, do you want to just, I can get do you want to now more. blindly take the next three things for five each and then we'll, we'll, we'll Marissa will well, get no. to reveal what they are? Not necessarily here. No, he wants to hear them. You want to hear them? Wow. Yeah. I mean, come on. Let's that would have been, been, been so, that been so, so much more, has, more drama. So Bo has, has two turkeys and she'll has four. 
four yeah. turkeys. You don't want to just take 37. all three for 15, and then you'd get, you'd still, <laughs> have, said 20, no. you'd still have 22 turkeys left you over for next week. You just asked him this, and he said no. I know, but I don't think he understands, and it's good for no, the show. I, I do understand. Yeah, I would there, like to leave. Be... <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. Because there, 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 there might be some shield might not want to bid on. So, All right. All right. The Raiders have at least five Four. plays of 20-plus yards. Four. Mm. Oh boy! Even saves one shark. There. The oh, shark. Oh, all right. Well, because I was it. afraid you would say four, and then I would. Yeah, I know. Play. It was smart. Yeah. yeah. Hunter Renfro catches four. A touchdown. Four. <laughs> she got it first. I'm an honest <laughs> man. Five. Okay. Boy, Zach's getting some good ones here. I think the right. strategy worked yeah. out. Derek Carr. <laughs> Derek Carr um, is more rushing yards than Miles Sanders. Three. <laughs> Come on, Sheila, you gotta say four. Four, four. You can have it. I'm gonna stick to my two. Oh, wow. wow. Really? You're not even gonna just take that? What are you doing, Zach? Five? Ah, you know what? But it's such a hey, five, we'll five. stay out of this. Five, five, wolf man. Five. Five. I got it for five. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Okay. That one cost me. The game is yeah, over. Yeah, that's gonna be it. That's definitely gonna be the difference in the game. Totally. All right. All right. So uh, Zach has 23 turkeys to carry over. He got the Raiders explosive plays one, Hunter Renfro touchdown, and Derek Carr has more rushing yards than Miles Sanders. Shield has Devontae Smith, has more receiving yards than Henry Ruggs. A punt is muffed. The Raiders blitz more than the Eagles. And uh, Dallas Goddard has a uh, receiving high for the season. He has four turkeys left over. I have tur two turkeys left over. Jalen Hurts leads the Eagles and carries. Dallas Goddard either tops 100 yards receiving or has two touchdowns. Ryan Kerrigan has a sack. Uh, ben Simmons is traded, and Zach finishes the weekend up on the tables. And then Bo also has uh, a season prediction on the line. Oh, that's right. A starter being surprisingly absent or inactive. I don't think it was a starter, just a, a player. A player All is right. Uh, surprisingly, there we go. it says it says there is a starter on the Eagles who is surprising. Oh, I like it, ZB. Good okay, job, fair enough. Yeah. So, right. uh, Ryan Kerrigan doesn't count, unfortunately. All right, let's get into our crystal ball Eagles right now. The Raiders are favored by three points, which makes it a uh, theoretical toss up. All right, I can start. Um, I was, I was on the fence about this game. I certainly can see the Eagles winning this, I can see their defensive line playing well, pressuring. Derek Carr, but I kind of looked at it and I said, well, I think they're going to win one of the next two. I, I don't think they're going to win both these games. And I just don't have a lot of faith in their offense. And the Raiders defense has been, you know, mediocre, not good, not great, but mediocre. So it's not like a pushover like in years past. And so I kind of need them to show me a little more offensively that they've come up with some answers during the mini buy that they know how to use Jalen Hurts better, that they uh, you know, can can develop him better, that he can play better. So I'm going to go with the Raiders because I think a lot of times I just look at which team is more likely to be able to you know, score in the 30s uh, in an easier fashion. And I don't think the Raiders are going to score in the 30s here, but certainly that would be them. So I've got Raiders 27, Eagles 23. So the Raiders cover the mm. three-point spread. Okay. I will jump in here. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a home-type atmosphere for the Eagles. Not that that factors into things, but we've been in games in L.A. before, for instance, where it was uh, you know where it was decidedly pro-Eagles crowd. 
I expect that in Vegas this weekend. And I had liked this matchup for the Eagles. Well rested, had 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 time to kind of look at things here. Uh, they need a better showing. I, I think the defense is 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 going to look good. Um, the offense less optimistic about them, but think they will be more opportunistic. Uh, the the key is converting those third downs. I'm a big third down guy, as we've established here. And uh, you know, I I don't buy into this talking point that they need to do better on first and second downs in that book, in that bucks game, they had third and fives and third and fours that they didn't convert. Right. You gotta, you gotta convert convertible third downs. I think they'll do a better job with that this weekend. Uh, I am picking the Eagles to win. So therefore mm -hmm. that means they cover and I am picking a slight over here. Uh, let's go Eagles 26 Raiders 24. What's okay. the over under? The over under is. Oh, I thought you were saying you were going slightly yeah, over. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I had that. Um, oh, okay. That's I okay. My prediction right. here. It is. Uh, ooh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I got it right here. Um, the over under is forty nine. Okay. Okay. So well, it was a slight over. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm with Zach. I think I think this is going to be a uh, very pro Eagles crowd. Uh, oh, I think this boy, is the one like the the game that every Eagles fan sort of had circled if they were going to make a trip. Uh, I think that'll that'll be a thing. Um, I think I think the Raiders are in for a little bit of a, like an emotional come down after after last week. Could see that. Um, and like you know, I don't have a lot of faith in this uh, staff to like put together some great offensive game plan, even after uh, the mini buy. Like the way that Sirianni was talking about having his mind blown by the uh, the way the Jaguars handled the end of the game in London was a little bizarre to me, um, but. I think they will be uh, rested, maybe, you know, getting Lane Johnson back as a boost to the offensive line. Uh, I think this, uh, the defense, this is a better matchup for them. Obviously this is the beginning of them moving on from that gauntlet of a six game stretch. I think the Eagles are going to win this game too. I'm surprised a little bit, but uh, that's where I'm going. And I will take the Eagles winning 28, 23. All right. So there you go. Uh, we will uh, we will be back on Sunday night for a live post game pod uh, from Zach's blackjack table. Uh, we will have live updates on Swooper Sorecasting with every hand that he has dealt um, for that well, episode. Not, not every hand. Well, I figure you're just going to have the live stream up. No, no. Um, this is, let's make this clear. We've had some fun with this. This is a business trip this week, right? I am, <laughs> I am going here to cut. This is not a bachelor party where I show up to a football game. Okay. That I am going there to cover the Eagles game. I will be well rested on Sunday morning and ready to write my best column of the year. Okay? Wow. So that's, uh, wow, this is a business trip. Expectation. Of the year. Okay. Yeah. You're only as good as your, your next one. Exactly. Uh, I will do That's my best Marissa. to go to make go sure Browns, that... win by two or more. I mean, win by uh, two and a half <laughs> or more. And uh, let's go, Case Keenum. I was going to say, I'm going to make sure that Zach does his best gonzo journalism uh, possible. So, <laughs> see what I can do to spike his drinks. Uh, that will do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. Thanks for listening. To everybody who joined us live, to everybody who's listening later, we love you. That's really all I've got to say. We'll talk to you on Sunday. We love you.